up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. We're fucking back, baby. What the fuck is up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father. (gasps) For another episode of Call Her Daddy. Hello, everyone. How the fuck are you doing today? I'm in a great fucking mood because my asshole, literally, is about to be in Hawaii, okay? And I'm trying to rub it in. Yes, I'm going to Hawaii. So you will be seeing literally the inside of my asshole because I'm starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I will be posting pictures of my asshole on my Instagram. So if you guys want to partake and, uh, you know, wank it, wank it, I'll be on my Okay. Anyways, I'm going to Hawaii with my boyfriend, which is going to be super fun. And tomorrow, although I'm leaving for my trip, There's a little something special, a little dollop of Daisy that I'm plopping onto your fucking underwear. It is going to be a mini fucking episode. So not only are you guys listening to me right now on Wednesday, but on Thursday this week, you're going to hear my voice again, okay? This episode of Call Her Daddy is presented by David's Bridal. Size doesn't matter, fit does. Get the most perfectly fitting bridal gowns, bridesmaids, and prom dresses at David's Bridal. From sculpting satins to power mesh to booty ruching, David's designer gowns and dresses are known for five-star fit. Use code Daddy for 15% off all purchases during the month of March. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had more time? You know, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it, Daddy Gang? Okay, if I had an extra hour a day, I would uh, probably spend more time with my dogs. Um, I probably should go on a walk, maybe do a workout. No. Okay. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so that you know what things you can spend your time on that will actually really fulfill you. Otherwise, you're just going to be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with an online therapist therapist that is licensed and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash daddy. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Visible. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where things just aren't what they seem? Like, I don't know, a wireless company with hidden fees? Well, here's one company that's keeping it real, Daddy Gang. Are you ready? Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Visible gives you one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan for additional terms and network management practices. See Visible.com. So this next guest is a fucking comedian. I laughed more interviewing her than I have since opening the goddamn dad pad. And bitches, I brought her along. We went to fucking France, baby. And let me tell you, you are not fucking ready 
for this guest's answers to your fucking questions of the motherfucking week. But let me tell you, she ready, intra-fucking-ducing daddy gang, Tiffany Haddish. Check one, two, one, two. Check one, two. We're cruising down the freeway. It's 90 and sunny and Tiffany Haddish is here. Ticky, ticky, timbo. (laughs) No saw rimbo. Pari, rari, vucci, pip, peri, pimbo. Tiki Tiki Tembo, no so Rembo. Parvucci, Pit Pit Tembo. <laughs> Fell into the well. Yes. Yes, yes. Are you cozy? I'm fine. Do you need anything else? No, I'm good. Okay. If I need something, you'll know. Perfect. Are you guys ready? We're, We're gonna ready. get into it. We're chilling. She ready. I'm ready. Let's She's go. ready. Let's go. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany fucking Haddish. That part. Yeah, th- exactly. Yes. Thank you for being here. I'm honored to be sitting on this couch with you. Oh, wow. Thank I'm going to be using that microphone forever for the rest of my career. I'm going to, like, take that and go <laughs> podcast over there. So if you want to, like, cough into it a little. I'm like, perfect. I will be podcasting with that for the rest of my career. Tiffany is one of the most successful comedians, actress in many things. Girl's Trip was a huge success. Multiple comedy specials. Hosted SNL. You won an Emmy also for hosting. Mm-hmm. You won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Okay, like what the fuck? For your Netflix comedy special, Black Mitzvah, and you wrote a book, The Last Black Unicorn. That was nominated for a Grammy. Like, just stop. I'm like, and I have a podcast. <laughs> and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> okay, exactly. And, and you're going to do more than just a podcast, Thank I'm you. sure. Thank you. I mean, Thank what's you. the big goal for you? What's the big, the big dream? Dream out loud right now. Okay, it's crazy because I always thought I wanted to do live shit and I was in Chicago visiting my friend and I was hammered at a bar. In the moment, there was a stage and some like uh, country singer was about to go up and I was like, I was like, had my liquid courage. I'm like, should I like go up on that stage and like introduce him? I go up there, Tiffany, I'm hammered. And I like felt adrenaline and I was like, maybe I could do this one day. And so I have so much respect for everyone that does it though because I don't know if I was not hammered could I have done that like it's fucking nerve-wracking you could do it you think if you can do it sitting right here you can do it you just have to get over the all the eyes on you now I love being on stage I feel like it's the safest place for me in the pandemic you probably were like were you like itching for it to get back? Oh, to I was it? like a crackhead. I'm a crackhead for the stage. Love. I'm a crackhead. Like I need, I need to hear the laughter. I need to, like I need it. Right. So I'm uh, in my backyard doing comedy shows for my plants. Well, really, I was doing it for my neighbors because they could hear me talking to the plants. Right, right, like, right. Like I need to be having this. You're like movement. hoping you hear a giggle. You're like, was that funny? When the we- wind blows, the wind would blow. <laughs> The, and, the, and the, they would move. And you're like, we got him. We you got know, the vibe. rosemary's like this. I'm like, I'm killing it right now. <laughs> like, we're on like, the, yes. I'm making the universe laugh. <laughs> and I call it plant-based comedy. And then if nothing was moving, I would rip it up out the ground like, oh, you want to be a hater? You trying to heckle me? I'm going like, to plant some new shit. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because you remember like the first time you ever went on stage? Yes. What was that experience like? It was beautiful. Uh, when I was in sixth grade, no, fifth grade, um, oh. we had to do a paper on a politician. Okay, so mind you, I could not read that good, okay? Okay. Could not read. I went ahead and did a paper on um, Maxine Waters, and I thought she was the very first African-American to be in politics. Well, that's not true, but that's what I thought. thought, First black woman. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a paper on her. What I basically did is I got the newspaper, found an article on her. I copied everything. Any words that was more than, like, five or six letters... Then I would get the thesaurus and I would look for that word and then get a smaller word out of there to put put it in. in. Even though I don't know what the fuck the word is. (laughs) And so I had got like a a high score on the thing and the teacher submitted those essays 
for competition. And the people that won a competition got to go on stage oh, and shit. read their essay in front of that politician if they was able to get them. Boom, Maxine Waters is there. I can't read. What did you do? So I go up there. I, I don't even read the thing. I say, well, I'm very... I'm very uncomfortable right now. Hello, hello, can y'all hear me? And everybody started laughing. I said, hello, Maxine Waters. I think that you are very amazing. I wrote this for you. You can read it. This is uncomfortable right now. People, the kids start laughing. So then I was like, I was getting amped up. Like, I was like, and Miss Maxine Waters, your hair is amazing. And it's so cool that you able to be in Congress and Senate and you get to meet presidents and you get to do stuff for the community. And it goes a long way and we appreciate you. And maybe one day I could do stuff too. All the kids is like, sixth grade ah! Tiffany. Ah! <laughs> You're like, Tiffany. <laughs> and you crushed it. She says, thank you very much. She's like, you have a lot of personality. I expect big things from you one day. And I was like, yeah. Wow. And I heard up and sat down. They was like, you didn't even read your paper. You were supposed to read your paper. You didn't read your paper. But I knew. My ass can read, and I don't even know what the fuck is in that damn paper. I don't even know what she, she was, like a council member or something. At the time, I'm over here, like, sending it in Congress. Like, I was all over the place. Okay, but you went up on stage and you fucking crushed. You're from Los Angeles, California. Yes. And your experience growing up there inspired the idea for your foundation, She Ready. Oh, yeah. So the She Ready Foundation is an organization that I started a few years back. Because I grew up in foster care and um, I was moving around from house to house. And what happens a lot of times with foster kids is when you're moved, you don't have a suitcase or anything. They put all your clothes in trash bags, which kind of subconsciously makes you feel like garbage. It's just like you're just being moved around like garbage, like your clothes are in these trash bags and you're just getting moved. So then you kind of had that mentality. And so um, I remember the day somebody gave me a suitcase and it changed my whole perspective of myself. I felt like I was a traveler, like I'm a visitor as opposed to garbage being brought here and taken out. I'm, a, I'm on an adventure. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on a journey. Yeah. Like I'm a person. I'm an actual person. And so um, when I got as at that time, I said, if I ever get any kind of power, I'm going to try to make sure kids don't feel like this. Now, yeah. Kids don't feel like garbage. They need to feel like they're on a journey. I mean, that's what life is, right? You're on this journey of experiences. But if you're getting treated poorly and passed around and made to feel like you don't belong somewhere, then life doesn't pan out that great, Yeah. right? Um, yeah, it's like exactly. a, a lot of mental shit, and a lot of them end up in jail or in toxic, bad relationships because yeah. um, they don't have the proper guidance and foundation. So... I started my foundation and we've been giving out suitcases now for the past like five, four and a half years. Oh, damn. Citibank is calling me. <laughs> Citibank, um, give us a minute. <laughs> Why do you think they're calling you? Because uh, a shit. wire transfer. Oh, uh, trying to buy a house. Uh, do you want to take it? I kind of do. Wait, take it. Okay. We can come take no, it. Too, they, 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 do I you want to call, call them, them back? back? I, I kind of do. Call them back. Okay. I'm pause, here pause, call pause. City Bank. Pause. Guys, we're taking a, a brief intermission. Um, Tiffany's trying to buy a house with her family. Tiffany's so, pause. Did we buy the house? Oh! At the down payments in the escrow. 
I've never had someone on my show that just casually does a wire transfer and buys a house and then just pops back on. It's like, so what's up? Bang. So, okay. So I have been creepily like stalking you on the internet. You're like, what? Who, who? No, no, no. Go so ahead. You're like, fuck, who am I sitting down with? But I kind of want to talk a little bit about the start of your career because my career started in the most like professional way. Like I started talking about sucking dick and it really, that's like where the podcast started and it was beautiful. Like I was helping the masses. Do you know what I mean? And then now I'm talking about like mental health. So it's like really taking an interesting trajectory. Well, sucking dick and mental health go together. Th- thank you. They Tiffany. go together. I know this for a fact. They have a correlation. Oh yeah. Trust and believe. Yeah. So my trajectory has been very interesting so far. And so has yours. I remember researching and it was like, didn't you get sort of into like comedy in the arts because of a boy in junior high school there was this boy that i had a crush on and i was going to a predominantly caucasian predominantly white junior high school i was like three percent black and the one black boy i had a crush on was in drama and so i was like oh i need to get into drama because then if i'm in there and he's in there and we're the only black kids in there the teacher's gonna have to put us together and we're gonna have to kiss (laughs) exactly and then this guy joins the football team which led you to being the mascot yeah i was a conquistador the Wait, what? I was a conquistador, a Spanish soldier. I was the freaking conquistador of all the football games, and I had it popping, and the numbers went up uh, as the, the more I became, you know, the more I was there, the more people really would come. Really the ultimate hype but all, Yeah, I was super hype. It, the games were super fun, and then the team, the football team was winning. They was doing good. I would be, like, picking up the megaphone. I'd be like, Elko, what? And everybody would be like, me, no. Elko, what? Me, no. Who, no? We, no, baby. So anyways, um, I quit being a mascot because all my friends had boyfriends. Everybody had, and I was like, I want a freaking boyfriend. So I had quit and like three games had went by. They was losing, attendance was falling off. People kept asking me, Tiffany, when you coming, you coming back? Where are you not mascot? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not mascotting because I want a boyfriend. Like I'm, I need a boyfriend. Like, so I'm cool. I'm mascotting. And then the dean calls me into his office. He's like, what's it going to take to get you back on the field? And I was like, a boyfriend? He was like, I can't give you no boyfriend. You looked at your dean and said a boyfriend. A boyfriend. A boyfriend. Like, I'm being honest. Like, give me a man. And I'll give get, me a man and I'll get back in the suit. Yeah. And so he's like, I can't do that. And so he was like, well, how much would it take? Because I was telling him, you know, I spent my money on getting the candy, which I wasn't spending money on getting the candy. Right. And I was like, I'm spending money on this and, and I could need to be able to get my hair done and my nails done so I can get a boyfriend. And so he was like, okay, well, how much does that cost? And we kind of come, but how much does it, we'll just say, how much does a candy cost? Like, so we were going and negotiating right. back and forth. Like the hair, the nails, he's like, just the candy, but like, and like nails. yeah, yeah. I'm like, $100. And so we going back and forth, negotiate, we get down to 50 bucks and then bam, mascot. Is that legal in high school to pay the fucking mascot? No, it was not. But, but, like but I had received, it. it was for the candy. Right. It was right? for the candy. And the, the candy. hair and the makeup and the nails. The but it was for the candy. It was for the candy. And did you get And I get... would bring the receipts for the candy oh, right. that, you know, because my homegirl worked at the 99 cent store. So I got all the candy for free right. anyways. And, and then, then the she hair. gave me a receipt book. So I made the receipts. Bam. Here the receipt. And they give me my $50. Did the numbers go back up once you returned? Yes. Dude, you're literally the ultimate hype woman. Didn't you get it in trouble in high school? A lot. And you got sent to? The dean's office. And then uh, they would call my social worker up to the school. And then the social worker's like, okay, <laughs> you got two choices this summer. 
You can go to Laugh Factory Comedy Camp or you can go to psychiatric therapy. I, I definitely didn't want to choose the therapy because I'm like, my mom was going through therapy. She was on drugs. She would be drooling. She was like, she was not present. And I'm like, if I go to therapy, they might give me drugs oh, and I'm be oh, messed up, right? Got it. So I was like, I'll take the comedy camp. It taught me when to be funny, when not to be funny, how to construct a joke, like how to take something that's really serious in kind of dark and make it funny. Yeah. Um, and it was the first time a man told me that I was smart and I didn't, or beautiful, and I didn't feel like something bad was going to happen. I'm not, we don't have to fully talk about relation. I don't want to like talk about your relationship in dating, but I give a lot of advice on, unless you want to talk about it. I'm not like, don't even fucking dare talk about your life. And I literally said that as if I'm like, Tiffany, if you She jealous that I got a man. She don't want me talking about my man because she jealous. I mean, do you, are you in a relationship? I am. Okay. I How know. long have you been in your relationship? Officially a year now. Okay. So you, you, this is a pandemic relationship. This, it's so psychotic because I like don't know how to date outside of the pandemic with him yet. So we've had like a couple tiffs. Oh, life is like. So you guys have tiffs because you guys like, aren't going out in public or you went out in public and you didn't like the way he was it, carrying it's himself. It's more like I went on a girl's trip for the first time and like we've we've literally been up each other's assholes for a year. Mm -hmm. And now it's like I'm going to New York for a girl's trip. And it's like, what? So it's like it's de we're definitely like figuring things out oh so you're having like separation anxiety and all this yeah stuff? like not me i'm very independent not me tiffany him never me um no but he's like it's interesting it's just interesting but he probably hear, hears you say some things and he's like you're going on a girl's trip are you guys gonna go fuck a bunch of guys yes like, and like definitely with the nature of my show and like how i told you about the sucking dick thing like comedy but like he's like but is it real life like it's definitely an adjustment mm -hmm. back to you and your relationship mm -hmm. look mm -hmm. how you flip that on me i ain't flipping on you i'm I just know. trying to figure Figure out where your mind is at, no, where no, I can no, know where to totally. talk, which what level are we on? No, no, we Cause are I, on. Because I've dealt with that kind of crazy. I mean, oh, I mean, that because that's a, this a little insecure right there, a little insecurity. Insecurity. You know, you might want to be careful because <laughs> that might be a motherfucker who can't handle your success. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> Motherfucker try to push you down. Don't want you being, next thing you know, you ain't got no friends. Where are my friends? Where are my friends? Because he wants you right up in, under him. Uh, he wants his rib. He wants want you up in his armpit right here. Are you my therapist? In your rib. In that rib. Because he be like, you came from my rib. You know when men be telling you, yes, this, this, this yes, rib. Yeah. you came from my rib. Yes. You my rib bone. I'm like, I'll be fine. Right here. Yeah. And like, then you're like, I'll be okay without yeah, you. Yeah, so maybe he might be insecure. I don't you're, even know. You're my therapist. I don't know. I'm not you're like, I don't even know I've been to enough therapy. Wait, are you I've in been therapy? to enough therapy. Are you in or have Hell been? yes, I'm in. Like, I tried to avoid it and then ended up all the way up in it. It literally changes your life. Yeah. It make you address some things that you've been trying to maybe oppress and, and then it, it make evaporate. Up in different yeah, ways. yeah, yeah. And then you're like, and then finally you're like, okay, let's just address you it. You just got to pull it up by the root. Yes. And then your life gets better. Sometimes. It's like a puberty. You, you understand? Yes. You think you want it, then you get it, and then in the yeah, middle like, of it, you're like, "This is the worst shit in the fucking world." Yes. My titties hurt. Yes. My fucking face hurts. Everything hurts. And then one day you look in the mirror, and you go, "I'm uh, a girl." Yeah, I'm beautiful. I have a, I have hips. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. But like the transformation the trans to get it's there painful. is painful. Yes, it's painful. Okay, wait. So you're 
I, I'm so sorry I started. I'm like, you don't need to talk about your relationship. You're like, all right, bitch. I actually wanted to. I'm like, no, no, you don't know. I'm maybe I do, maybe I don't. It depends on what the question True. is. But well, I just want to make sure I'm not talking about my relationship and you don't have one. Then you start acting jealous and oh, stuff. You yeah. know how females. Oh, and I'm get. judging you. Oh, you and yeah, man. So I was trying to figure I'm like, out. Really, Tiffany, you should break up with him. You're like, oh, do you have a relationship? And she's yeah. like, no. no I've no. never been in mine, but <laughs> you're like, well, so so you gotta well, check. You gotta check. You gotta so check. So how long have you been in your relationship? Um, I've been in my relationship now for for a year and a few months. Okay, so we're like kind of on the same track here. Yeah, yeah, but I've known him for, for like three years. Oh, dope. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, Catching a cheater, he's cheating on you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, no, okay. I'm just, you're like, like what? what? No, 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 I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Dude, there's something in my veins that I'm like, it's my favorite pastime to like try to catch someone being sketchy. I'm like, inspector gadget ready to go. That's a female thing. It is. Yeah. And I love it. And I, will, yeah. I don't want it to change at all. You would probably be an excellent detective. Most women are better at being detectives than men. It's, a, I think it's a good trait. Actually, have you ever cheated on a boyfriend? No. Well, I mean. Well, uh, well depends. It can, not really, not really, but really, but like, oh. okay, once, so once, once I found out he was cheating, then I went ahead, you, you know, nasty let it. somebody do something for me, you know what I'm saying? Then I went and told him that I let him, you know, like, I was on that, I was on that tit for tat, we was already, we was basically not together, but I was still kind of fucking him, so it was like, kind of, but you know, you know how you like, you can't, it's hard to detach from the dick. You're like, you know, I need to let that dick go. That dick is not good for me. But you're like, one more time on that dick. Okay, right. Two more times on that dick. And it's like, it's kind of like, dang, okay, I'm still associated with the dick. Right. But we're not in a relationship, but I'm still coming by and sitting on your dick like every once in a while. And and I'm going to just kind of rub it in your face that I let somebody like eat me out or finger bang me or something like that. <laughs> like, and we, we're not together, but it's like, so technically I've never cheated, but... <sighs> I have continued to sit on dicks that I probably shouldn't have been sitting on. I think it's so beautiful that you can articulate. That's beautiful. The genuine honesty from you and understanding that, like, he pushed you to that point, Tiffany. He pushed you. Did he push me? I don't know. Well, or first, was that dude really rich and I was like, fuck it. Fuck he, it. He's going to get the sugar out of my gas tank that this motherfucker put in my gas tank. So I'm going to go ahead and let him finger bang me and eat me out. And he going to give me the money to get the sugar out the gas tank that that motherfucker put in my gas tank because he mad at me for stealing his bitch. But whatever. I think the just self-awareness is there, and that's all that matters. When you shit, <laughs> you're, if no one knows this story, uh, Tiffany ate a lot of corn. You can yeah, tell it better yeah, than yeah, I can. Right, no, no, you can I want to hear how you tell okay. it, but this is all. You can also hear me tell it verbatim in my book, Tiffany Haddish, The Last Black Unicorn. But go ahead. TiffanyHaddish.com. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so Tiffany found out that her motherfucking boyfriend was cheating on her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And naturally, for dinner that night, she inhaled some corn, mm -hmm. opened his box of new Jordans mm -hmm, that he left at my house, mm -hmm. <laughs> squatted to the lowest of her ability, right up on that booty, y'all, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and let it motherfucking rip out of her asshole mm -hmm. and shit an entire thing of corn. And that's the beauty of corn. You can yeah. chew it as much as you want, but it's going to come out. It's going to come out. Coming out. So they will know it's human shit. Make it fall to the front of the shoe. Baby wipe. 
make sure it looks pristine. So you can't even see the core now. It's literally at the front, like the very in the tippy toes. In the tippy toes. <laughs> and then he went to glide his foot into that goddamn Jordan that one glorious, glorious day. So I was like, hey, let's go play basketball. You should put your new J's on. I had brought him back to his house, which was his mama's house. Um, so I brought him out. So you left these in my house. We should go play basketball. Put your new J's on. So he's like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, let's go. And then he put his foot in the shoe. And he was like, what the fuck is in my shoe? And he pulled his foot out and it was like doodle and corn all that. He was like, what the fuck? Oh my God, somebody shit in my shoe. And I was like, yeah, all the shit you put me through now, you walking in it, motherfucker. Right? Because I feel like he's shitting on my soul. And I took off running and he was like, I knew he wasn't going to chase. I knew he wasn't going to chase me because you're not going really to soggy shit corn. run dookie through his mama house. But then like, so he, the girl that he was cheating on me with, oh. I ended up like taking, because he, he had her like stripping and doing porn. Oh. So I ended up taking her from him and basically I became her agent and had her doing porn and getting getting she was getting more money or whatever I was, I was like so I ended up getting kind of involved in like the porn world but I wasn't in porn but I was providing the talents what was for that the like that was it was short-lived long-lived short very short-lived oh. very shortly I ended up beating her up and uh oh, wait like physically yeah I ended up fucking stomping her ass out what was that and like? I called immigrations on her ass and tried to get her deported. Stop. Wait, that is and like. I might have fucked somebody in immigrations just to really no! make her life hell. No! <laughs> Tiffany's like, off record, I may have fucked someone at immigrations, but none of your fucking business. Keep it moving. Yeah, I didn't put that part in the book. I, I felt like. Um, do you, when you're in a relationship, like know your partner's passcode and everything? Mm, I mean,. Not real, not right now. Okay. I don't want to know. Yeah, what? I don't want to know. Is that good or bad? I think it's good. Like, I, I here's my thing. Like, I don't know mine either. I'm not judging. Like, them. I feel like this. If you, um, if you feel like you need to know, then yeah. you probably don't need to be with that person. I agree. If you feel like you need to get in that telephone, then you need to not be with that person. Yeah. If you feel like you need to stalk him and follow him and go see what he's liking on Instagram and who is he, you yeah. don't need to be with that person. There's no trust there. And that is just, uh, I don't have time. Yeah. I don't have time. So if some, and I, I'm a firm believer, if something is done in the dark, it will come to the light. Yeah. And when I'm supposed to know, I'll know. And um, I'm way more mature now. When I was in my 20s, I was all about that revenge life. I was all about, like, use my pussy as a power to fuck some shit up. And that was bad on me. That took a, a big toll on my soul and my spirit. And wasted a lot of time, a lot of valuable time yeah. that I could have been using towards my craft, towards, like, you know, just getting more informed, becoming wiser. Like I, the time that I spent you know, trying to pimp his girlfriend and pimp these other dudes that I was doing. Uh, I mean, agent his oh, yeah, girlfriend agent. and agent, agent these other dudes and whatever else the fuck I was like trying to do to make him yeah. feel. However, um, I could have been learning more about finances yeah. and been richer sooner. You know, I could have been doing my research on how to like boost up my credit and make sure I'm never homeless again. Right. I ended up being homeless again after that. Like it, cause I, I was so focused on hurting this person because they hurt me that it wasted, it hurt me more, if that makes sense. Uh, that makes absolutely so, sense. So, like, if what I've learned over the years is, like, when someone hurts you, it's probably because they are already fucked up. Yeah. So, remove yourself from that hurt, right? Because that's going to hurt them 10,000 times more in any relationship. Someone hurts you, you let them know that they hurt you, and they... Don't apologize or they continue, or they make excuses or whatever. And they are going to continue to hurt you. 
So you must remove yourself from that situation. That's going to fuck them up. And then you times more. And then you pray on it. And what I've learned is when I pray, like, I'm, I'm not built to get revenge. I'm bad at getting revenge. It's not for me to get. It's for God to get, right? That's what every religion says, let God handle Bible. So that's for God to get. So I pray for them, and they usually end up in jail or their life turns to shit. And God always makes sure I find out about it. But I will say it's hard because being in our line of work, sometimes those moments really help for some good content and so you have to look at it positive negative i completely agree as we grow like i'm like i would never fucking spend the energy yeah write about that and then get on to what's gonna keep me prosperous and successful some of my favorite things to do um is to say yes to a job right right and i know they're gonna make billboards and then i will request i will find out who's in marketing become their friend and request some of those billboards be put up in certain places. Stop. Near certain jobs. <laughs> near, you know, just, that's, just, can you make, because this is my demographic over here. Now I have a heavy demographic over there. Like, can you make sure it's there? And then I know this person's going to be seen when they go into work, when they go to their mama house, when they go to the airport. When they go, fucking <laughs> She ready. <laughs> she ready. And that shit is like, oh. Oh, why did I fuck that up? That is fucking iconic. Let your success be their stress. Let me tell you like this. Nobody that's ever hurt me that I've slept with or been in a relationship with in any kind of way is more successful than me right now. I think I could say the same. And let's have a moment of silence for their fucked up lives. And that's all they fucking get. Period. This episode is brought to you by Visible. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where things just aren't what they seem? Like, I don't know, a wireless company with hidden fees? Well, here's one company that's keeping it real, Daddy Gang. Are you ready? Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Visible gives you one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data, powered by Verizon for just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan for additional terms and network management practices. See Visible.com. This episode is brought to you by NARS Cosmetics. Reflect your radiance with a two-step routine of makeup skincare hybrid formulas. I am talking about NARS Light Reflecting Foundation and NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer. NARS Light Reflecting Foundation blurs imperfections and it enhances skin's natural luminosity. The NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer brightens and corrects all over, doesn't crease, and has 16-hour wear, comes in 30 shades. So daddy gang, shop now at NARSCosmetics.com. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. Daddy gang, here we go. Listen, sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone to achieve what you want, okay? Sometimes you got to push the boundaries and you got to push yourself to be better, right? So you know who else knows how to push those boundaries to help you get what you want and where you want to be? 
ShipStation. They'll help you manage and automate your shipping tasks so your business can thrive. ShipStation is a partner for life. They make it easy to scale your business as your business grows. You can compare rates, print labels, and automate notifications to your customers. Returns are easy to handle. ShipStation can help you with your business, Daddy Gang. So get more done and get growing. Go to ShipStation.com and use the code DADDY to sign up for your free 30-day trial today. That's ShipStation.com code daddy tap the banner to learn more i need to hear your pov on internet trolls what is your relationship to like online hate and like how did it start in the beginning of your career to like where is it now um so my relationship with online hate it's a it's a love it's It's a a love love fest it's a love hate relationship right um and i hate them and i think they love me because they, I don't know who you are, and they take the time out of their lives to talk about me, promote me, if you, if you may. They talk, they may talk about how much they hate me or whatever, but you have to study me to hate me. And when she did this, and when she did that, and when she did, if you really didn't like me, why are you watching, right? And I always say, like I always say, like there's no difference between a hate view and a like view. It's a view. So like, thank you. And half times though, they're the people that are making you more money because they're watching three times. Like really try to find the thing that yes, you fucked so up could, on. Yeah. And you're like, bro, chill. I think they're the best pu- free publicist. I agree. They talk about you. They share that with their 14 to five followers. Sometimes they have 2,400. Ooh, 2,400 people you're introducing me to. Thank you. Appreciate that. Some people have fun with negative negativity, negative thoughts. You might, sometimes what I've learned is um, there's some guys out here that hate my guts because I inspire their girlfriend to do better. Because I inspire them to follow their dreams. And so they don't really hate me. They hate that I inspired this person that they had their thumb on to rise. It's crazy because I would have loved if you had been at the table with me. I was at dinner the other night and a girl came up to me and she was like, yo, like I'm at the dinner with my law firm. I don't want them to know I'm over here. But quickly, I was out with my boyfriend and his friend looked at me the other night and he goes, dude, I fucking hate call her daddy. Like I hate Alex Cooper. And she was like, why? And he was like, because she's made women so fucking confident. Honey. that's an ego thing. Have you ever had like a dating experience where you were like em- emasculating a man? I don't even need to ask you that. But like, <laughs> you're like, like uh... what do you think? Like in meetings, but like, has it been hard to be like more successful at times than someone that you're potentially trying to date? Or like, do you just not date guys that like. Um, I've dated a guy who, you know, he's just an engineer. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's an engineer. He's making a good living. He's making right. six figures. Should be cool. Right? And then as I start, like, he's not used to the Hollywood life. He comes to L.A. to hang out with me. And he's seeing all these people say they love me. And he's like, why are these people saying they love you? Would you slept with all? He, in his mind, I must have slept with all these people. Because to him, somebody loving you means... You fucked them. Yeah. You're like, dude, I'm fucking and funny I'm like, as shit. What? I'm a personable person. Yeah. I make people laugh. People love to laugh. Like, yeah. that's all that. I mean, he was like, to the point where he's asked, like, these legendary actresses are like, oh, Tiffany, I love you. You my baby girl. Like, oh, so you sleeping with her too? Like, I'm, you I'm not. her pussy. I'm, you're like, bro. Her husband's standing right there, first of all. Second of all, I'm not even in. I'm a gay man in a black woman's body, sir. So you got me all the way fucked up. 
I don't even want to have nothing to do with no vagina. Last time I ate some pussy is when I was born. I'm cool, okay? Now, if if I get my heart broke two more motherfucking times, when I get to 50 dicks, bring on the pussy. I honestly love that a lot. That's amazing. What are your thoughts on what's cancel culture right now? Here's my thoughts on cancel culture. Um, nobody can cancel me but God. That'll be the day that I leave this planet. Okay, and everybody could be like, she's canceled. We'll never put her on TV. Fine, I'll right. be on the internet. Fine, I'll be on my website. They could try to shut the website down. Fine, I'll buy another one. And if you got a problem with that, fuck it. I'll be a street performer. Yeah. Like, I'll buy a building. <laughs> I bought a house. I'll turn that house into a goddamn comedy club. And whoever is for me will be there. Yeah, it's so true. It's like, who are people to think, like, you don't get to just cancel someone from the world? But you can cancel a TV show. You can, and you can't, somebody can cancel you from the world. They can murder you. True. Yes. Yeah, so right? But God has, that's, all, that's still all, it's yeah. all in whatever the time meaning is, right? It's all whatever. I get death threats all the time. You do? All the time, honey. Yeah, motherfuckers is mad. I'm telling you, they be mad. They be oh, mad. The anger. Like, they be mad. I might remind them of somebody that did them some kind of, but I'm telling you, mostly they mad because I'm inspiring certain people. To change their life, and when they and elevate, it work for them. and it doesn't work, and I took something of theirs away when I don't even know that person, and so you know I'm prepared. Yep. For whatever, she ready. Yeah, she's always she ready. ready. Yeah. But you know, it's like you have to be. I don't even know why I'm talking about that. No, no, I think it's interesting. <laughs> no, I think that was. I actually really appreciate that. That's great. Uh, girl, I'm getting hyped. Only God can cancel me. Questions of the week is something I always do, answering people's questions. I don't know who the fuck gave me the authority to do this. I don't even know if my advice is good, but here we fucking are. Um, okay, number one, help. I was told I was a seven out of ten in bed from the man who is supposed to be the love of my life. How do I take this? Can you imagine if your boyfriend was like, "You're a set"? That's a C. Isn't a C? That's a C minus. A yeah, 70%. Yeah, that's like a B. No, yeah, that's a, that is a C. <laughs> it right. is a C. And, um, I mean, okay. I would be like, so you're, so, here goes my thing. Okay. If a dude told me I was like a seven out of a 10 in bed, I would be like, okay, so first I would be thinking, does he lie to me a lot already? Right. How often does he lie to me? Is this a way to manipulate me to get, to get him? To get, get me to get freakier and do more. Is he trying to fuck with my ego right now? Which nine times out of ten he is. Yeah. And his next thing is probably going to try to get you to do a menage or something like that. Um, and then try to say like, or try, or he wants to watch porn with her. And when he's having say, it's or he wants her to fuck him in the ass. Something. Something's going on. Something There's a motive behind that it. he wants. Yeah. And that's why he's saying that. Or. You really are a seven. Maybe you really are just laying there on your back and your pussy might be tight, but you're boring. Maybe he might be into like, and she was she, if I was her, I would say, oh, I'm a seven. Well, what's a 10 to you? What does a 10 do? Let me know what a 10 does for you. Cause he might want a finger in his ass. That's what we're, see, Tiffany, that was great. That was like a perfect answer. You're right. Look inward. Are you laying there? Are you like half dead when you're getting uh, Yeah, fucked? first, yeah. Or, or are you always like, I just want just to turn like, aside. Or <laughs> like, is his dick so big that you don't want to move because it hurts? Hurts. And that's, I love to see now that I don't even fuck with big dicks. Like, 
Like I like schmedium. Give me that schmedium. It's just like that perfect. I need that schmedium because you're not finna have me out here with cervical cancer. Okay, you're not about to be beating up my cervix. And so when it when it be big like that, I do be on some like uh, look at that. When it be big like that, fake it till you make it. I I will be like still (laughs) in like a jet like twist. Whatever, so you're not beating my cervix up. You want to? Are you trying to flip me and hit it from the back? Now that you getting all this, this, all this dick up into your fucking ribs, it feels like all your organs is finna come out your throat. That's not okay. That's when you gotta control. You gotta, you gotta, you Just gotta duck and move. No, you don't duck and move. No, you don't move. You don't fucking move. This was make. This was is might be making her the seven because she's trying to protect her cervical health. Okay, he might have a big stupid dick. And she might be trying to protect herself straight up. So she got to learn the Kegel, okay? Then which will make your coochie tighter. And it, yes, and it, and you can block it. You can block. It's like put. It's like when you try to put something in your mouth and you you and you stick your tongue up to block. Oh, mm, 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 mm. Like, stop that mm-hmm. shit. You see that? The coochie is like a mouth. And then when you flick, when you Kegel, it's a little part. If you feel in there, you, it feel like your tongue. Yeah. And you bam, you just mm, block, mm, mm, block. <laughs> Mm. And then he's hitting that part, and he think he killing something. But it's like you're but you protecting. Blocking. You block. You protecting that cervix. I feel like this is such a. And then you got to know how to dip your hip when you when you fuck with somebody with certain kind of dip, dick. You got to learn how to adjust your hip so he not busting your ass. Yeah, like you're throwing up because his dick is coming yes, out. Yes, which I, has happened to me. <laughs> we really it tilted my whole goddamn uterus. Stop. My, threw my chakras off, honey. Did you and you knew in that moment? Oh, I was vomiting like crazy. How Went big? to the doctor. No, he, he, that motherfucker had to have at least nine. <gasps> it had to be nine. He told me. He told me he had a big dick too. He told me he was like, yeah, most women don't, cause my dick is so big and so fat. And I was like, boy, please, ain't no dick that big, ain't no blah blah blah. Then he pulled his dick out. I was like, and I'm one of those shit talkers. I always back up what I say. So I was like, I'm finna. You're like. Pussy stretch, I got this. <laughs> you're like, it's not even that big. What it's were you talking nice about? Meanwhile, you're like crying. I'm like, fully crying. I'm like, <gasps> fuck. He's like, you all right? You are? Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. It's how I get. Oh, <laughs> Ten minutes oh, later, Tiffany's in the oh, hospital. Oh. Okay, so the moral of the story, this is, this really, we got a lot out of this. If you are fucking, so many women write in like, what do I do with this big fucking thing? Kegel and stop Kegel, and stop. and that will that will block. And you ride, you ride, you control it, you yeah. control the show. You hit it front us, you get like I mean I just don't even fuck with big dick. That's how you get UTIs and all that shit. Stop making these big dicks feel like they doing something. Yeah. No, they're dangerous. It's a negative. They always treat you bad too. I ain't never met somebody with a big dick that was <laughs> polite unless yeah. they was handicapped. Oh. <laughs> They treat you with, they treat they treat you with respect. Now, I have never met a dude with a big old dick that was like, I don't think always tentative, took care of you, looked out for you, all of that. No, mediums and extra smalls. I have said that. I said small dicks for the win, not like baby, but like smaller dick on like the medium, schmedium, now he schmedium, says, schmedium, schmedium side. Because that large shit is just, there's just, there's not a lot they of- They pass your G-spot. G-spot's three inches oh. in, bruh. It's mine is anyways, three inches in. I'm like, sir, you're literally at 
my belly button. My yeah. G spot is like nine inches down. Like, yeah, I, you out. just need the tip. So maybe we should just tell guys with big dicks that are listening they're getting a little discouraged. Yeah, well, just I don't, don't give a fuck if in. they're discouraged. <laughs> fuck you and your big ass disrespectful dick out here giving bitches HPV and cervical cancer because you destroying people's goddamn reproductive organs. Fuck knocking you. Knocking dents into it, tilting it. Now they got to do massages and shit and meditate and yoga and all this to get their fucking uterus back off the tilt. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I think we've really covered a lot in that one, too. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. The uh, The genuine, like, rage and just, like, emotion behind it shows, like, you've been there and you yeah, get it. You're a survivor. Always, all the big dicks always break my heart, too. Fuck y'all. Not just Fuck the pussy, but the heart. Okay, I mean, no, I'm sorry. God bless you. God bless. God bless. But keep God your bless fucking you. fat dicks away from just us. Leave me alone. No, I like a fat one, not a just not too right, long. Right, right, right. Okay, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> okay, so are dad bods the new thing? Is it weird that I'm not fully into guys with washboard abs? I have been saying this, and I think you said this at some point. A man that has abs and is walking around with the perfect body, I'm not into it. What do you do for a living? Why are you in the gym that much? I prefer a guy with like... Not a full dad bod, but like a little bit of something else going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I like a little pooch in the belly. Ooh, okay, a, a little, pooch. little, little pooch, a little pooch. That's what I like to call the coochie bumper or the French tickler. Right. That's something you can, when you ride and you can push his belly towards you and it keeps you in place. You won't slide off, the right? The speed bump. Yeah, yeah like the a speed little... bump. And it kind of pushes up against your stuff, against your pubic so it's like bump. An extra... So it's like a nice. It's an opportunity. It's, it's an extra opportunity. Guaranteed the bus. So okay. So see if, everybody. If you know what you do. That's true. <clears throat> Every man listening, if you have dad bod, you are now the new Brad. And there's Pitt. a and there's yeah. a reason why you a dad. So true. Thank you. Okay. And all of you guys with your fucking six packs, start eating more and getting your cheeseburger. Well, no, I ain't hating on a six pack. I ain't hating on it. That's nice to look at and lick on and everything. Yeah, but, but sometimes then when you're fucking that, you're like, I don't want to see that. Like, get your six pack away I, from me. I do like to see. I like to see it on a dad. But you ever seen like he's he look a little bloated, but you still see the still abs? Still see the abs. That's yes, the perfect. I like that. That's that sexy. The, it's that like, oh, he got a doodle or something. Like, he bloated <laughs> right. his face. Is he on his period? <laughs> but. The maps are still, but you still see the apps. I kind of like that too. Okay. Yeah. How do I go about cuckolding with my boyfriend? I want to watch him fuck another girl. What? Cuckolding. Cuckolding? You want to watch your partner fuck another person in front of you. So like she would get turned on by one. She's like, what the fuck? Watching. It's it's a thing, Tiff. It's real. I love how I just call you Tiff. I don't know you. Like, Tiffany Haddish. It's a thing you where. You call me Tiff. I'm just, I'm on some like, what, what kind of crazy bit? What have you been? What, how damaged is this? Why would you want to see the person? I'm sorry, I'm grabbing my titties. She's bouncing. I am, I am, I am like, she's like grabbing my titties. We need to. Why would you want to? Why would do you? It's definitely something like guys are always like. There are some guys that are like, I want to watch my girl fucking another dude, and girls like, I want to watch my guy. Is that is that their way of being like? Um, bisexual but not being bisexual like are they participating in Essex or is it like no a lot of times they'll literally be in the corner like jacking off by themselves okay so so it's like they're imagining they're that person maybe it's another- also the jealousy like gets them turned on or something you're like you're fucked no, up no nope, no nope. <laughs> I, I went, okay so I if I was I, I would I would I would die 
I would commit murder. <gasps> I would be so, and if I heard him moan at all, like You're anything. You're physically watching his dick in and out of this world. I, can, I, can, I would. I, you couldn't. It would be a problem. I think just it would be a full problem. It, 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 to me, uh, when somebody says they want to watch that, I'm thinking they have sexual issues, and they just want to let their boyfriend or have their his moment. or yeah, they, they have sexual it, like let him have his moment. But I don't want to watch that. Okay. Like if I was with a guy and he tells me like I need to fuck other people, that's what I'm into. A variety of pussies. Right. Okay, open cool. Relationship. You yeah. want to keep it open? Great, because I can get into a variety of right. dicks. But you um, want to watch it. But I don't want to watch it, and I don't want him watching me you get do. fucked by somebody else. I don't need nobody stealing my fucking moves. If you want, if you watching me fuck, it's because you fucking me, and we looking in a mirror. Nobody and then, if if, if if my dude said he wanted to watch another dude fuck me, I'd be like, okay, put on a wig, nigga. Let's get in this goddamn mirror, and you got and change your voice, shave your beard off. Now another man is fucking me. Use your acting skills, goddammit, because I'm not. You're not no. into it. I'm not I into respect it. it. I'm not into it. I'm telling you, that's how people end up in jail. Oh, my. This is okay. how you end up on Snapped. Right. Yeah, that is actually could see that being. That would be a very good. This is why thing. relationships is toxic as fuck. <laughs> I, I think that that's people watching too much goddamn porn. Yeah, they are. They watch it too much porn and they think that, oh, that'd be cool if I went and then you could be my porn star. And then you like all this hurt and anger, just all this shit comes up and you don't even like where I didn't even know I felt this like, bitch, you're crazy. Why would you would give yourself like that's like saying, OK, I'm going to go. <laughs> But we're going to go kill, we're going to go out here and we're going to kill cows. We got to cut the cow's throats. And you thinking like, yeah, I love beef. I could kill a cow. Fuck yeah. You ain't never seen nothing bleed before but yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you go out here and you try to cut this cow throat and then all this shit come up and you're like, I'm a murderer. What is wrong with me? Because you're not made for that shit. But you know what? We've heard Tiffany is not into the cuck holding. To you, girlfriend listening, if you really still are like, Tiff you, but I still want to fucking do it. Just tell him. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. He's like, nope, I'm back for more. Let me tell you something. I do a lot of comedy shows. A lot of times women be hitting on me with their husbands right there. And they say things like, I would love to watch my husband fuck you. And I say, bitches, you crazy. What has he done to you? What is wrong with who who hurt you? That's your husband. You want to share that? Not going to work for me because if I fuck your husband, he going to be mine. And then they be like, what? I'm, I'm going to take them. Wait, I'm so take are you em. opposed to threesomes then? Is that different? Yeah, I don't want to do threesomes either unless it's me and two men. Yep. Thank you. And one got to be a little man and one a tall man, like a basketball player. And then like, and a, like a circus worker or something. I don't know. <laughs> like a but, jockey. <laughs> no, smaller than a jockey. Oh, yeah. oh wow. And Why then do them you little think- hands massaging my feet while that big man throwing, ooh. Yeah, and then just like they, the the little one just rubbing me down while the big one then then the little one start doing it to me and then he rubbing then the big one rubbing me down like I like hands hands huh but I'm not sucking two dicks no Mm-mm. that's a lot of work. only one dick will get sucked yeah that's now exhausting. if if the, now if two dicks is getting sucked they sucking each other yeah you're dick. doing it to, yeah yeah doing it and I I would watch now I would watch that. <laughs> I like watching gay men have sex or straight men that have sex with each other, whatever you want to call it. I like watching it. Two dicks can get sucked. It just won't be by you. You're going to take one. The rest can, they can figure out for themselves. Yes. Okay. Love that. Um, Moment of silence for Tiffany's interpretation of cuckolding. Tiffany Haddish, you are 
an icon and I like am still in shock that I'm sitting on this couch with you. Why am I an icon? Because you're hilarious. You're successful. You've got billboards. I want a billboard. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm forcing him to get me one. And now I'm going to put it in fucking New York right where my ex is. You thank you, Tiffany. Thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Yeah, thank They're you gonna for having you. me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Daddy fucking gang. That is it for this week's episode. I feel so honored to have now been able to sit down with two unbelievably talented women kicking off this exclusive season right. And how fucking sweet, sweet, sweet and ironic that when I recorded this episode with Tiffany, she gave me a little pointer of how to live life specifically with regard to where to place your goddamn billboards. And it just so happens, folks, that this week that caller daddy billboard was in fact placed in New York fucking city you gotta fucking love it fuck you anyways daddy gang as i said in the beginning of this episode get ready motherfuckers because the mini episode the first mini episode is coming out tomorrow so you're getting a little double dip a little a little double dose of call her daddy this week and as i always say but i guess it's a little different this week i will see you fuckers next wednesday but i'll see you all also tomorrow for a little mini episode bye daddies (laughs) 